Welcome. This is the Bringing Intimacy Back show, and I am the host, Dr. April. And on this show here, we talk about how people get connected intimately with significant others, with families, friends, business, children, and that is what our show is focused on. Today, we have a very, very special topic that we're doing, um, and we're talking about infertility how to create and maintain intimacy during the infertility journey. And for many couples, this is a journey that is difficult for them. And so what I've been blessed today is to have experts here on the show. Um, They're from the Atlanta Fertility Support Alliance. Mm -hmm. And I have here with me Trisha. Trisha, yes. (laughs) And then Sheba. Um, You both are counselors Mm -hmm. who are working in the area um, and doing different stuff. So can you please tell us about your background? Sure, absolutely. So my name is Shuba Swami and I'm a licensed professional counselor and have a private practice in East Cobb, um, just north of Atlanta, and work with adults and women and men around all kinds of issues, but specialize in reproductive mental health through the whole process of trying to get pregnant, pregnancy, and then the postpartum period to really offer support through that whole, that whole piece of it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Trisha. And I also, I'm, I'm Trisha Ann Binder, and I also work in the Atlanta area and work with adults, mm-hmm. couples, and groups. Um, I work mostly with uh, dealing with infertility, folks struggling with infertility on any, you know, um, part of their journey, and as well as the transition into parenthood. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. So you guys started a organization. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so how did that organization get started? Do you want to jump? Sure. All right. <laughs> so Shuba and I actually met um, in a consortium for mental health providers that specialize in working with infertility. And we hit it off pretty quickly, and we have the same interests, the same goals professionally, and um, really both kind of recognized in our own practices that there was a gap in services for patients and their partners and their families um, to really help them kind of understand what the infertility process is like, how to maintain intimacy, how to maintain Mm -hmm. support, um, and how to kind of manage uh-huh. the emotional, psychological impact of infertility. Mm-hmm. And so while we both work with individuals and couples in our practices, our efforts in Atlanta Fertility Support Alliance is to do more psychoeducational outreach for the community to really understand what the process is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to add, just, I used to work with a lot of folks right before they're starting IVF, and so often I would hear folks say that they wish they had met me a year ago, right, right when they're first starting this process, when they're first struggling with it. Right. Can you explain to our audience what IVF is? Of course. It's yes. in vitro fertilization. Okay. And it's the process of, it's one of the options when folks right. are trying to conceive and they're seeing a specialist. And I know we'll probably get into that yes. more later. Yes. Um, but it's usually kind of one of the final steps that folks are going into. And so... Just hearing that over and over and over again, it made me realize that this is something really important. Mm -hmm. Folks don't quite realize what they're going to be going through, like from the doctor's visits through all the emotional relationships, social, all the different changes about being in this process. So we really wanted to just provide more education and support and let folks be more informed and empowered before they begin the process. Okay. And so through you guys' experience, how have you seen the infertility impact couples 
in the sense of intimacy? Well, it's been, I would say, both positive and negative. Um, Positive in that many couples, when I've spoken to them about it, they talk about how going through the journey together, that they've become closer together. They are able to share in the shock, the grief, the trauma, the ex- emotional experiences. And right. so they're, they're getting bonded in a way okay, that they... they're communicating more. Communicating right, more and working on and one thing together. Yes, yeah, struggle. Yeah, exactly. And they have this common goal. Goal, right? yes. So yes, that's yes. a huge piece of it, the sharing in that. And I think being more vulnerable right. in a way that they're being challenged... They haven't probably haven't been. This is probably the hardest thing they're going through in their relationship. Right, and they're having each other's back. So when they're able to go through successfully and be vulnerable together and really share in that way, it's been a great bonding experience. And then another piece of intimacy in terms of um, the sexual piece of it and just the strain that can happen there. I think when it comes to trying to conceive, it becomes almost obligatory and perfunctory, and it can be a, that can be a really difficult piece, I think, for a lot of couples, is how do they still maintain romance and desire and arousal, because the process can really kind of strip those things away, and it becomes very biological and medical and Mm -hmm. scheduled. and so that's the other piece. I think folks kind of can go either way and maybe have a little bit of both even. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Would you add to that at all? or sir? Um, I think, you know, men and women, a huge generalization, oftentimes kind of manage the experience of infertility a little bit mm-hmm. different. Um, and so sometimes those differences can kind of stretch intimacy as well. Okay. So I think kind of coming to an understanding of how each one is managing the experience, how each one is grieving, and kind of maintaining connection through that is probably the best way to insulate intimacy. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So it's just uh, sometimes it, for each person it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so they have to learn how to bond together mm-hmm. to get that back. Yeah, and to know that they're going to handle it differently, mm-hmm. you know, and be able to hear that and, and, and not feel, um, take things personally. That's, a, I think, the real challenge is one person might think about it all the time right. and want to talk about it all the time and might perceive if the other one doesn't that that means they don't care as much but right. to really talk through what that looks like for that other person okay great yeah. and so it seems like with your organization that you guys help normalize all yeah. these feelings that people may have mm-hmm. during this um, journey absolutely yes well i would like to thank you guys so much we're going to go and take a little small break right okay. now and we'll be right back disconnected or alone? Trouble communicating or feeling understood? And do you want meaningful and purposeful relationships? And the desire to strengthen the bond in your relationships? Yes, then we have to intimately connect. The Bringing Intimacy Back show is a show dedicated to inspire, enlighten, and encourage intimate connections. The show provides an engaging atmosphere to discuss and demonstrate ways to enhance intimacy in one's personal relationships with significant others, families, friends, higher power, and oneself. The show will discuss intimate connections in many different forms, such as sex, communication, emotional, physical, health, and spiritual. 
Thus, if you want to discover ways to increase the intimacy in your relationship, check out the Bringing Intimacy Back show where intimacy is real. For more information about the Bringing Intimacy Back show, go to www.bringingintimacyback.com. Welcome back. We're at the Bringing Intimacy Back show. And today, our topic that we're dealing with is helping couples who are going through that infertility journey um, increase their intimacy. And so, Trisha, as you were talking last about men and women Mm -hmm. and how they experience it a little bit different in the sense of their um, struggle and the Mm -hmm. intimacy. And yes, what have you guys seen in your organization? Well, so again, this is a generalization and obviously there are going to be differences in in what I'm about to say. But um, oftentimes men in relationships tend to be kind of the fixers and they want to have they want to be able to participate in a way that kind of solves the problem. And when there's not a fix, you know, potentially that they can participate in immediately, then oftentimes men will just kind of either withdraw or distract or kind of get involved in other things, whereas again, a generalization, women tend to want to emotionally process a little bit more and connect a little bit more. And also, even if there's a biological factor going on with the the male partner, oftentimes the treatment for infertility will be going on with the woman's body. And so she's kind of carrying the medical burden uh, for the couple. And so that has its own impact for women Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and so neither one of their responses is wrong. Right. I think the importance in maintaining the intimacy mm-hmm. is kind of understanding the other's perspective and finding a way to meet in the middle. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And from you, what have you seen have been the emotional and psychological aspects? Um, it's, it's a broad range for sure. I would say grief. Complicated grief is a big part of the psychological makeup of what people go through. There's a sense of loss of what their picture was going to be. Getting married, having baby, family in this nice arc changes dramatically. So I think there's a real loss in that. There can be a real loss Uh in one's own sense of their body themselves, what they're supposed to be doing as a woman, as a man their role and how they see themselves. Um, There can be a loss with their peer group. Everyone else is moving along and having families and Mm -hmm. they may be hitting a bump in the road. Um, And then I think there is the whole idea of psychological trauma related to this because it's such a shock. It just completely can disrupt their sense of who they are, what they thought was gonna happen and not knowing and a loss of control. And that's a huge piece, I think, that we speak a lot about in our group and want to educate people about because they're not supposed to know all of this. Right. And it's, it is shocking, and it will take time to digest, and you're not supposed to have all the answers right away okay. um, and to really take that time to heal. So all of those factors, and, of course, sadness, depression, right. anger, why me, a lot of that can come up. Um, so there really is so much complexity <clears throat> Excuse me, to it okay. that we try to share that with people and just kind of give them that heads up or picture that this is what it can look like. Not right. for everybody, but for certainly for some. Okay. So um, you mentioned groups. Mm-hmm. Do you guys provide the group um, format to maybe help the couple normalize it, but also get support that they're not the only ones? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, uh, in my practice, I have a group for women experiencing infertility, but what Shuba and I do together with the Atlanta um, Fertility Support Alliance is to go out to organizations, reproductive endocrinology clinics, 
and provide seminars and workshops for patients who are just starting out the process mm -hmm. and kind of okay. just starting to learn what assisted reproduction will look like, what the options right. are, how it could potentially impact them. So really our role together is to educate and, you know, and, and really help people enhance their own social support networks mm -hmm. as they go through the process. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And so as couples are going through this journey, um, when should they think about getting professional help like from you guys? Yeah, I think once it starts becoming consuming, okay. um, I, a lot of times I hear from folks that they just stop feeling like themselves, their anxiety about things, their consuming thoughts around what's going to happen, next steps, over-researching on Google. Yes, and it just it consumes their life. Consumes their life. Okay. And they stop kind of living their life, right? right. They stop living... They're already a person with a full life before all this started, and they kind of lose sight and lose touch with all those other pieces. I think that's a place when the anxiety starts to get um, unmanageable and it starts to interfere, with, again, with their daily functioning, their happiness. Okay. I think it certainly is a good time to reach out for support. Um, okay. Or even just between the couple, realizing how they're handling things differently. Right. And struggling with, well, my partner doesn't want to talk about it all the time, and I'm having a hard time with that. Then it, it's good to maybe have that outside perspective of some education, some information about what, what might be going on for him. How can we talk about this in mm -hmm. a different way? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. yes. And so also, um, <clears throat> if we are, as friends or as family members, see a couple and we know that they're maybe struggling, mm -hmm. how do you just, you know, instead of like not talking about yeah. it or just kind of avoiding yes. them? Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, I think the <clears throat> impulse oftentimes for people who love someone who's going through right. something really complicated, grief, loss, is to kind of withdraw because we don't want to say the wrong right. thing. We don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. um, so the first thing that I would say, and, I, and Shuba has some great things that are, you know, both what to say and what not to say, but I think the first thing is to kind of remember that showing up Staying, you know, as, and kind of making yourself available okay. as a support system is really important. That part, you know, the couple may not take them up on it, but I think the experience of feeling people withdraw when they're going through something painful mm -hmm. is often an added loss. Yeah, right. absolutely. Okay. Well put. Yeah, there are some definitely good do's and don'ts. I think. Um, do be curious. Just say like, "I'm here for you." How is this for you? Um, is there anything I can do to help? Those okay. sort of questions and just keeping it open-ended, letting that person inform you, I think is really helpful. Um, things I've heard from clients over and over again that isn't helpful is don't say relax. Just relax. It'll <laughs> happen. Or I know so-and-so went on vacation and then it just happened. Or you should adopt. Going through the adoption process. Right, I, know, right. I know my daughter's coworker started going through that and then they got pregnant. Like Those are incredibly invalidating and annoying and I think they raise anxiety because mm -hmm. again they feel further alienated right from their it's like you're trying to fix their problem exactly exactly yes, yes. so mm -hmm. um, again I think the idea of just really being curious and interested but allowing that other the, the client or the patient or the person who's going through it to really kind of say like this is what I need from you and um, and just checking in. Okay. How are you doing? Right. And just leaving it there. <laughs> I want to go back to one of the things that we were talking about a mm -hmm. little bit. It's that emotional aspect, especially for, for women. What are some tips 
for women who are dealing with that emotional aspect and maybe they are talking about it a lot and their husband doesn't quite want to mm -hmm. talk about it or maybe yeah. their girlfriend doesn't want to hear it. I mean, yeah. what do you? Yeah. Well, I would add that it's never too early to get support. Right. Like this is mm -hmm. just even, you know, the experience of learning that there's potentially an infertility diagnosis. Okay. Um, the, you know, those are, those are incredibly impactful moments mm -hmm. for anyone. Right. So I, I think it's never too early to reach out. And that can look like um, going on Resolve's website, Resolve okay. is a national organization for infertility support. Right. Um, reaching out to a therapist who specializes in this, looking for support groups. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would say that the internet can be both a, um, a blessing and a curse. Of course, um, of yeah. course, you have to know so where the information comes is, from. Some, yes, There is some cohesion that comes in learning that other people are experiencing something like you are, but there's a lot of horror stories and there's mm -hmm. a lot of misinformation and a lot of, um, you know, just... Um, anecdotes that that people kind of take to kind of fill the anxiety that's not necessarily helpful. So um, I always encourage women, couples, to really think about who is safe, who mm -hmm. feels like um, it's soothing to talk to them, and seek those people out. Yeah. And if they don't have it in their natural support system, to go beyond that and to seek it out outside of their support system. Mm -hmm. Right, that's interesting, and I'm glad you point out finding someone who's safe to talk to because mm -hmm. trying to talk to anyone right. can do more damage than yes. good. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yes, 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 mm -hmm. yes. Well, thank you guys so much for what you've been talking about. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a small break, and then okay. we'll come back and we learn about some more tips. disconnected or alone? Trouble communicating or feeling understood? And do you want meaningful and purposeful relationships? And the desire to strengthen the bond in your relationships? Yes, then we have to intimately connect. The Bringing Intimacy Back show is a show dedicated to inspire, enlighten, and encourage intimate connections. The show provides an engaging atmosphere to discuss and demonstrate ways to enhance intimacy in one's personal relationships with significant others, families, friends, higher power, and oneself. The show will discuss intimate connections in many different forms, such as sex, communication, emotional, physical, health, and spiritual. Thus, if you want to discover ways to increase the intimacy in your relationship, check out the Bringing Intimacy Back show where intimacy is real. For more information about the Bringing Intimacy Back show, go to www.bringingintimacyback.com. Welcome back. We're at the Bringing Intimacy Back. And today we've been talking about couples who are struggling with infertility and how to deal with the intimacy issue and how to increase intimacy. And so right now we're at the last part of our segment, mm -hmm. which is our toolbox. Okay. And I'd love to give our audience members some tools mm -hmm. on how to increase intimacy. And this one specifically is how to increase intimacy for those couples who are struggling with infertility issues. Yeah. I think one of the things I always talk to folks about is how to reconnect with what first brought them together, okay. what really attracted you to your partner, what has made you guys up until now like thrive and enjoy each other and have right. fun together. 
So whether it's travel or hiking or trying new restaurants, um, anything, it can be big or small, but okay. trying big, I think folks get so myopically focused on this end goal and this objective of having a baby, they lose sight of how do they enjoy themselves right. and, you know, talking they even no with the holidays. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I can imagine what the holidays be like with a baby. It'll be so much more fun. We'll do this and this. Well, how are you going to enjoy it now? Right. Like, what with could you guys do you. exactly with the two of you? And what would be meaningful and creating experiences, creating connection okay. on a daily basis? I think is so important. So I really encourage folks to just try and be curious and almost date each other again. Okay. In that same way. All right. Yeah. And I, um, I, I think just even add on to that. I, I always encourage couples to create some sort of tradition or ritual around certain parts of their cycle, whether it's, um, you know, on the day that they're going to take the pregnancy test to, Oh, that's an interesting aspect to, to go, you know, to have, to have a plan for Mm -hmm. how you're going to respond, um, you know, to, to kind of create some protection for one another, um, and to, you know, kind of mark that, that you're together, that you're, that you're partners and that you're going to, you know, make it through together. So that's right, because that gives the couple ownership and also it puts them together in the sense that this is our special yeah. little yeah. ceremony, our right. special yeah. little brand. Right. So if it's going out to sushi the night that you yeah. get a pregnancy test because you wouldn't be able to have sushi while you were pregnant or getting to have a glass of wine with dinner because you wouldn't be drinking if you were pregnant or whatever it is that mm-hmm. feels like you know, kind of expanding into your life, even in moments of grief. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that idea of finding mm-hmm. the silver lining yeah. Yeah. in something. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Um, if I have listeners out there who are struggling and they mm-hmm. want to know more information or how to contact you guys, mm-hmm. what's the best way? So we have a website we're just still creating, but an Atlanta Fertility Support Alliance.com. Okay. And then through that, there's links to both of our informations in terms of our private practices and how to reach us. And we'll have a lot of resources posted on there as well. Okay. So just through the website. Yeah. Okay. That'd be great. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being thank on you. the show. And this was a great topic that we discussed. And um, I will, as the show Bringing Intimacy Back, we will also be continuing to provide more information on how to intimately connect in a variety of different ways. Thank you so much.